Welcome to This Week in Craft Beer, the podcast, the weekly show where we interview the people making the magic happen in the UK craft beer scene, sponsored by Them That Can, the premier mobile canning service in the UK. This Week in Craft Beer publishes the UK's leading craft beer newsletter every Monday morning by email. To subscribe for free, please visit www.thisweekincraft.beer. This Week in Craft Beer would like to thank our generous Patreon supporters John Stevens, Nick Flynn, Jamie Ramsey, Sue Johnson, Steve Hartley, Jazz Hundell, Phantom Brewing Company, Dolphin Brewery, Becky Bentley-White, Bayonet Brewing Co., Ryan Charlton, The Paper Mill Micropub, Doug Thayer, Robert Baker, Aid Bardi, The Sociable Beer Company and The Small Batch Brewing Co. So I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast Junior from Hopfully, based in County Waterford in Ireland. Hopfully was founded in 2017 with the mission to create a series of beers that would introduce distinctive flavours and would give emerging artists a platform to showcase their work. They want to inspire collaboration among a wide variety of talented people, primarily to promote who they are and what they do, helping to facilitate the dawn of a new, connected and innovative creative community. Junior, please introduce yourself and tell us about your beer journey, which led you to launching Hopfully. Hey Rob, thanks for the opportunity. It's a pleasure to be here, drinking, tasting our beers, and having a chat about <laughs> about Hopfully and our journey and everything else. So I'm originally from Brazil, been living in Ireland since 2012. Okay. Mm-hmm. Beer wasn't the reason why I came to Ireland initially. Right. So I was kind of trying to run away of my my job and the life I had it there or kind of was kind of fed up of you know uh, working in the office uh, eight hours a day five six days a week and I wanted to just to change it a bit and take a kind of sabbatic year or at the same time kind of traveling and uh, I decided to come to Ireland I mean, just to interrupt you for a second. So, in you know, I think most people's idea of Brazil is sunshine and beaches. So you got fed up of those things, did you? And you, know, you wanted to come to Ireland? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am from the south of Brazil. So Brazil is a massive country. I know it and, is, yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty much like we have proper winter there. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, come from. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of used to the weather. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of hot days, like, 40 no. degrees is too much for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm 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 okay with the Irish weather. Uh, All right, I'm that's not, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back then I decided to let's go, let's let's travel a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and came to Ireland, got a job, found my girlfriend, which is my wife, who is my wife nowadays, and you know, kind of started getting. Uh, things settled and uh, decided to stay. Yep. In 2015, I met my business partner, Chris. He's nowadays, he's the head brewer, head of production, and right. then my business partner. So he was the one who kind of introduced me to the craft beer world. Right. right. So I'm my background is marketing. Yep. I used to work with marketing companies in Brazil and especially running events on the like kind of concerts art okay. events yeah, things nice. like mm-hmm. that gigs yep. in brazil it's very much uh, arts focused uh, but from a promotional yes. perspective yeah yeah 100 mm-hmm. yeah and like like especially emerging bands mm-hmm. and so different kind of uh not only brazilian bands but different type of music nice uh so when i when i came to ireland uh, and we met Chris. We he was basically trying to develop a, his kind of style and coming up with that idea of opening a brewery, a microbrewery right. in Ireland. So he was already into it mm-hmm. and basically invited me alongside our business partner Roberto from Barcelona. Right. Uh, so we're just basically bootlegging beers, uh, <laughs> have house parties, and kind of <laughs> selling the beers in these house parties. Uh, promoting some art events and some beer and art events in our, yep. our we had a big house in Dublin. Nice. Like we had a huge backyard where mm-hmm. we were like kind of running barbecues, live graffiti session. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then we just basically decided to take, take that idea to a next level in right. 2016. 
mm-hmm. uh, when kind of hopefully was born basically the idea and we sat down and definitely kind of let's work on it let's make it happen so that was that was the initial like the kickoff we opened the brewery in 2017 officially but the the meetings and the project everything else started back in 2015 yeah right when you started brewing mm-hmm. commercially what was the focus then in, in terms of beer style so that was that was six yeah six years ago so well nearly like five years ago yeah five years ago yeah our first uh batches were released in 2018 okay so mm-hmm. there was a big fe- there's a big festival here in ireland called big group right uh, and it was our first appearance we wanted to kind of bring something a bit different to in terms of art concept in terms of branding we wanted to bring it all together our passion so my right. passion for art yep and uh, Chris's passion for beer. Mm-hmm. Chris has a kitchen background, so he has been working with uh, as a chef as well. Oh, nice! Wanted, yeah. So wanted to bring it all together and yep. brewing what basically was uh, inspired us, what we like, right? Drinking. Yeah. So we were very focused on sour beers and oh, modern right. IPAs. So that's right. what this is our our say like core. Sure. Um, and so we have been brewing like since since we opened like mostly sours and IPAs, right? Like West Coast IPAs and New England IPAs, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all the all the range around those beer styles. So like right. just released the goes, for example. Okay. Our background. So obviously we are from Brazil, so we are lucky to have in Brazil. Uh, variety of fruits yes unfortunately we can't we can't find it here no so we decided to kind of how can we get how can we put our hands in these fruits and as fresh as possible yeah to be able to use in our beers mm-hmm. um, especially in the sour beers yeah some of some of the ipas as well we complement the hop profile we using a little bit of fresh fruit as well okay nice yeah uh, so the idea was like we wanted mm. to use these fruits that it kind of we grew up eating, right? Uh, like guava, for example, yep. mm-hmm. um, coconut. Yeah, it's kind of a very very popular. Mango, uh, sure. papaya. Yeah. So, and we wanted the beers to to be like with high drinkability. Sure. So, how can we brew beer for everyone? Yep. Uh, session kind of beers with a good amount of fruit right full of flavor and combining balance it all all these flavors and all those uh, those ingredients together right so that was the main idea and we managed to get to get supplies to provide these these fresh fruits to us so you're importing uh, in some instances you're importing fruit from brazil or, or you're just you're sourcing locally the, the fruits we're you, sourcing yeah. so or carnival, we will use guava, fresh guava puree. We got it from Thailand. Okay. Yeah. Coconut. So we use uh, the flaked coconut. Yeah. Oh, these uh, we have a supplier local. They bring in from Brazil. Yeah. But obviously, we, we get it locally here. It's a, it's a local supplier. So there is a company from Germany as well that they source and they supply most of the fruits that we have in brazil ready to go like pure oh, great. or yeah. concentrated juice terrific and so it's good that we found it because at the beginning we used to just buy the fruit itself and peel it and you know like two three days just yeah that, uh, on any kind of scale that's a nightmare like that. isn't it yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah at the beginning we're like we're just doing very small batches Right. And he, you know, kind of fun. You're there in the brewery doing the job, but yeah, it's, it's not ideal. Like, no, first, uh, the first few times it's fun, but after that, it gets tiresome, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, well, nowadays we're using like half a ton of fruit, mm-hmm. or these quantities is basically impossible. So, we need to get it like packs, like ready to go. So uh, what, um, what size is your brewery now? So, our brewery is like. 24,000 liters monthly so our capacity is still okay. microbrewery right uh, yep. so basically we're increasing our capacity now 
in two months for getting some new tanks. Right. Especially to be tanks like this means thousand five hundred liter tanks just for a new new solar project that we are will be uh, launching soon. So how big are your tanks today before before you get the new ones? What, what have you got at the moment? So three thousand liter tanks. We have got around five fermenters. Oh great! Uh, yeah, and then two new tanks. The small tanks will be only for the new project that will be releasing soon. Uh, just focus on sour beers. Yep. Uh, some barrel-aged stuff, some mixed fermentation. Excellent. Uh, so we're looking forward to bringing some more very unique ingredients that you only yeah. find. <laughs> <laughs> you only find in kind of on the in the Amazon Amazon jungle, for example. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of the beers that we brewed back in 2017 when we really when we opened the brewery was actually a. a, a, a but you were chili, which is a beer where we used chilies from the Baniwa community, which is a tribe in the Amazon jungle. Oh, nice. Uh, so we, we bought the chilies from the tribe and yep. a percentage of the profits uh, we donated to the tribe. Brilliant. Uh, the beer was a saison with mm-hmm. pineapple juice. Uh, Sounds yeah. interesting. <laughs> yeah. And mint, so... And oh, mint as well. Wow. Yeah. And we, use, uh, we brewed us uh, as well, like a Belgian white beer with the chilies. Nice. Uh, so there's two or three beers and, a, and an IPA, if I'm not mistaken. I don't really remember. So the three different beers we brewed back then in collaboration with the tribe. Right. Uh, so we want to kind of explore a little bit more on that side and also collaborate with different breweries uh, that actually brew more or less same same kind of beer. Uh and that you know friends out there that really like it and we wanted to invite them to explore a little bit more on that side Um, one um one that springs to mind that that i don't know whether you're in contact with is a brewery called pig love who are based in leeds uh, which is run by two venezuelan guys Um, and they they have a focus of trying to use unusual venezuelan ingredients in most of their beers i think exciting um, so, yeah. so, so they you know they import different herbs and spices and you know stuff that is relatively easy to transport because you know the flavors are so strong you don't need tons of it to, to flavor yeah exactly a beer, you know i guess and it changes focus, yeah. changes yeah. completely like it has to be consumed fresh yep uh especially unused herbs and stuff yes. like that uh we brewed uh a beetroot beer Mm-hmm. Uh, also very interesting like it was a saison as well with beetroot sage and lemon thyme right uh, so beer fresh it's like a cocktail it's like mm. a breakfast juice uh, right it tastes healthy yeah kind of six percent fantastic <laughs> uh, but it's very it's very unusual um but you know that's 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 what i've been doing and Apart from the from those beers with with herbs and stuff like that, like fruit has been your main ingredient. Right. So far, we we'll taste we we'll taste two or four beers today, so we can talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. And and obviously fresh hops. So the freshest we can get out there. That's what we're trying to do right. as we brew most of our beers. Like we get our core range, just three hoppy beers there in the core range so this is what i've been doing since the beginning more focusing on on high quality ipas and sour beers right well with that in mind let's talk about this first beer then junior Uh, so this is uh one of your fruited sours this is called boo uh, 5.5 percent the tasting notes i have say a sour brewed with an awesome fruit combo of lime blackcurrant sweet cherries and raspberries bursting with mixed berry smoothie flavors Ripe sweet cherries, delicate juicy raspberry, a touch of earthy tannic black currants, and the tartness of the lime balanced out by the sweetness of the milk sugar. Um, with just a hint of, of lactose in it, by the way, not not anything, you know, nothing like enough to make it taste sweet in any respect. It just, I'm sure, just yeah. takes just takes the edge off the black currant and the, uh, I guess, and the lime in particular. But the black exactly. currant is is really punchy in this. I love black currants mm. flavour anyway. I think it mm. really works well in this beer it's a lovely balance beautiful color yeah, sort of a, a really dark red um but yeah nice uh, lo- lo- lovely beer lovely beer to drink on a sunny evening like we've got here it's been really hot here today 
And this is just a perfect first beer of the day. I also love the fact that it's uh, packaged in, in 330s, which I think is a good thing. Um, mm. You know, there's a lot of beer styles that I think should be in 440s, but I think potentially mm. a sour is, is something that could actually be packaged into 330 because you don't necessarily want to drink a whole pint of a beer like this. Um, mm. You know, this is a this is a nice measure. And yeah, just a really lovely beer. Um, so I'm really enjoying yeah. this. Yeah, thanks. Um that's one of my favorite beers were released like right recently. Yeah. The idea of this beer actually Chris like he doesn't use lactobacillus or the, the way the, the way he sour these beers by using the, the lime concentrate only. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get an acidity from the lime. Oh, uh, purely from the fruit and not from the not from the bacteria. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, purely from the fruit. So okay. yep. it's it's a mild tartness. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty easy to drink sour. Yeah, uh, and what we wanted sour that it was kind of cocktail in the team, and it could drink plenty without getting, you know, fed up. So, yep. uh, it's not too sweet. Mm -hmm. As you said, the black currant, it's it's right there. You get it. We use it the same amount of fruit. So, uh, the sweet cherries, the raspberry, and the black currant. Right. Uh, Black currants is a little bit, you get a little bit more than the other fruits. Right. Both of the, the raspberry and the red cherries and black currant, the three of them we got uh, like from, from Germany. They're, okay. all, nice. they're yep. all fresh and straight, went straight to, to the brew. It was a, a small batch we brewed. And we love, as we were saying, you're talking about the 330 packaging. Most mm -hmm. of our beers are 330 formats. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the some of them just belong to 440. But but our core range in most of the, the, the beers uh, we release are 330. Right. Mm -hmm. um, this specific beer, actually, we collaborated with a London-based artist for the label. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Called uh, Gabriel Honington. So he's, I'm a big fan of his work. Right. Uh, we just we just wanted something that it was plain and eye catchy. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, a really it's a simple image, but it's fun. Yeah. It's simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's more, most of most of our labels uh, follow the same kind of identities. Simple. Uh, Kind of black cam plain, uh, canvas uh, yeah. format when you have the image right in the center. So yeah, the the, the, the boo it's it's it meant to be a summer drink, right? Uh, easy to drink sour yeah. with a lot of uh, kind of uh, red fruit profile going on. Uh, you can get a bit of uh, the, the cherries there, the, the, the raspberries, but the the black currant is, is predominant. Right. Uh, yep. What is interesting for me, this beer is the sourness that becomes 100% from the lime addition. So there's no right. bacteria. Yep. Uh, it's it's a naturally fermented sour, but with with using the, the lime concentrate. Nice. Yeah, that is unusual, actually. Yeah. But, but I think it works very well in this one. And is that true of your sours generally, or do you do you use lactobacillus or, or some of the sours? Some of them, yeah. yeah, I kind of like, like personally using the the line some of the other sours were brewed even the gold styles uh, we just used the line yeah uh this year that that's the the only this year we brewed like we released two sours last week uh but both of them uh we used the sour hour uh right. east yep. and we we was more uh it, that those those ways we didn't use line Right, uh, but you yeah. say loads of uh, loads of those we use we use the line. Okay, yeah, quite a common. Yeah, uh, well, I think it's worked really well yeah. in this beer anyway. I know um, lime is such a dominant flavour as well, isn't it? You don't need to use, I guess, very much compared to the other fruits to to really bring bring that that uh, that sharpness uh, the the, uh, the 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 bitterness through. But uh, no, good, absolutely exactly. nice beer. Really enjoying this. Yeah, and and obviously that's that's uh, all goes to 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 the amount of of uh, fruit that you use. That's exactly what we were trying to to be to use the line quite constantly because mm -hmm. you get you get a bit different uh, even if you use the same amount. Not all batches will be completely the same, so no. change a bit. 
Yeah. Uh, and I've noticed that like last year we, we brewed this a series of goals. So there's a peach, uh, peach and cherries and the, the, and the lime. So a 3.5% coconut and lime mm-hmm. and a double dry hop with and the lime. So the three of them were basically the same base, different ingredients, all different fruits. Yeah. And so all the sourness that the process was uh, by using the lime. And you could you could get, kind of get the difference between like compare the three of them. Right. Some of them were a little bit more tart than the other beers yeah. mm-hmm. by using the same quantity of of lime. Hmm. The recipes in nice. Um, let's take a different direction, Junior, and talk about Brazil as a craft beer market. I mean, I know yeah. you've been, you've been in Ireland as you say for ten years uh, or so now. Yeah. So you're you know you haven't been home watching the the craft beer market develop but i guess you i guess you've been back and observed it and i guess you've got some friends in the industry in brazil so talk to us about the way that craft beer has taken off in brazil and you know there's there seems to be some amazing beers coming out of brazil and i haven't had many but i'm aware of of some of the names breweries like i think octopus is one isn't it that i I see occasionally and uh Overall is another one, and Spartacus. There's some names that I'm starting to see, you know, very, yeah. very highly regarded, cropping up on Instagram. And um, yeah, and there's so uh, it's fantastic. Um, there's some great breweries in mm. Brazil. The scene is growing really fast. Yep. Uh, obviously, Brazil is a massive country. Oh yeah, 200 mm-hmm. million people. Yeah, uh, living in Brazil. So yeah, like I'm a big fan of like Brazilian breweries. There is one called Trilha. Trilia right. Brewery, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite breweries there, uh, and most of these breweries they bring like we we, we call it kind of Catarina sours in Brazil. Uh, it's originally from Santa Catarina, that's why it's right. Catarina okay. sour. Yeah, yeah. Actually, is one of the regions I come from. Yeah, which would say it's kind of you know it's a fruited sour, Berliner uh, Weiss, right. kind of low ABV sours, uh, and like it's been insane there like the, the scene is growing so fast and the obviously the, the the regulations that you can drink alcohol anywhere you go uh, right. on the street so it helps the breweries a lot that's good yeah. uh, so i've seen like lots of new breweries especially in my town in brazil when i left yeah. there was nothing going on and now this one i, I live in a kind of german areas so in second second war lots of uh, immigrants in europe they they left europe and they, yep. they chose brazil especially the south because of the climate okay. yeah to leave so yeah. there is my city is called freiburg oh, wow. uh, for okay. example it's a german <laughs> city yeah yeah uh, so around that all all cities around like blumenau there's oktoberfest was a i was gonna say you'd expect a beer culture so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And got like some breweries that got medals and awards of best breweries, uh, one of the best breweries in the world, all focusing kind of German beers as being nice. always like that. Yep. But now you see some crazy stuff, mm-hmm. like some breweries just brewing some like all this, all these things, these ingredients I'm talking about, like yep. ingredients from the Amazon, wild ingredients, mm. uh, loads of fruits uh, that you can, you can find a bit of everything in Brazil. Uh, it's interesting that you can see in Brazil growler stations, right. yeah, even in petrol stations. Oh my goodness! Wow, that's yeah. great. So we, yeah, yeah. So we go. You can you can grab your craft beer. Go, go, uh, go and get a couple of liters of, uh, of, of draft draft beer, draft craft beer in the in the, in the yeah, gas station. Yeah, yeah that's fabulous. It's still expensive, so it's more expensive than. Basically, you can buy a bottle of wine with the price you for you pay for a pint, for example. So that, right? that was going to be my next question: is it is it a luxury product in Brazil? Is it really sort of a high end? You know, it's, it's going product, down. You know, like yeah. you can find kind of uh, cheap beers, craft beers, right? right? But most of those beers, they're they're not considered craft anymore. No. So you can find some decent beers like IPAs or pale ales, mm-hmm. but it's still more expensive than mainstream beers. Yeah. But microbreweries and local breweries, the, the, the price is just uh, uh, way too expensive comparing to, to what we pay here for a beer, for example, right? Right, yeah. So say they would be paying there in Rio's 
around 25 degrees for a pint of beer, mm-hmm. which is obviously it's the same if you're paying here in Europe 2025 for 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 pints, right? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, uh, that that's that's quite expensive. Even though I think it's one of, one of the facts that Brazilian people are very open, like to try new stuff, and they're right. and the country is, is big, so we always have that target market people that are willing to consume the product and to buy the product yeah the, the, you know there's going to be people that can afford to pay those prices yeah it's that, easier that, also but, you know that's not for the for the regular man in the street exactly. is it, to be paying those sort of prices for a beer unfortunately but uh, hopefully as the market grows it becomes more affordable for everybody yeah. especially like obviously you're using fresh fruit using hops that in brazil for example come from from new zealand yeah, Europe. exactly. Yeah, so it's probably it's the even currency. more expensive to obtain them in, in in Brazil than it would be in the UK or or the US because it's just the, I guess the the market is just not you know the demand is not it's not so so great and so the logistics easy. and everything else. Yeah. 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 So uh, it becomes a bit more that that's why we can uh, the price is more. But it's so exciting that, that in a country like Brazil, there's there's an amazing beer scene developing, and it's it's true of most large countries in the world now. So it's just a, it's yeah. really it's really exciting time to be a beer drinker, isn't it? That's for sure. Yeah, and uh, I think Brazil is doing well with export market because yeah. obviously for it's it's better than ever for for distributors across Europe, for example, to get to put their their hands in Brazilian products. Yes, because oh, uh, the situation, the currency. So yeah, uh, I've seen more Brazilian breweries available uh, across Europe than than one a few years ago. Okay, yeah, uh, which is exciting as a as a Brazilian. Definitely. Person. Yeah. And have you got any got any collaborations planned with uh, Brazilian brewers? Yeah, um, we yourself? got a collaboration uh, last year with mm-hmm. UX Brewery from São Paulo. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was released only in Sao Paulo was a, a peach IPA. Right. It was an IPA with generous amount of peach. Mm-hmm. Um, that was actually your only collaboration with Brazilian beer. We're planning another collaboration soon with those guys, and there's another brewery as well. So but we, we do have like a plan to bring some breweries to Ireland, some Brazilian breweries to yes. Ireland next year. Brilliant. I can't tell you much, but that's 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 our, our, our idea. We're working on that. Nice. Kind of a small yeah. festival just with uh, South American breweries. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, brilliant. No, well, I'll look out for that. That would be a fabulous experience. Yeah, and a great great opportunity for those guys to to show their talents in uh, in Europe as well. So yeah, brilliant, brilliant from from both perspectives. Yeah, exactly. And same like or, or my business partner Chris, he he's his brother has a brewery there in Brazil as well. Okay, nice. So uh probably be doing a collaboration with them quite soon. Here a batch there and another batch here. Yeah. So but the 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 good thing is that Brazil it's 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 a way to to get like it's a it's a massive it's a massive counter. So there there's always some something new, something different going on. Yes. Uh, like for example, like there's this kind of those guys that are now brewing kind of cassava beer. Right. Yep. And they're using some wild vanilla from from the Amazon jungle in Brazil. Nice. I don't really remember. Yeah, so it's, kind of, it's extremely expensive, these ingredients that you can't find anywhere else. No. So it's kind of used in fine cuisine. Mm-hmm. And it's being used now in Brazil for uh, in craft beers. So Very good. Some, uh, I, I, can, I can't really remember now the name of the brewery doing that. Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting because some of these ingredients like you can't you can't really find anywhere else so uh, i think it's their their differential like what what they they can call like the 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 special ingredients uh makes makes all the difference when you're trying to to come up with a a, especially when you do kind of blended brews and stuff like that yes it gets it gets the 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 daily life in the brewery more excited i would say (laughs) (laughs) fantastic tell you what junior let's just take a short break This Week in Craft Beer is sponsored by Them That Can, the premier mobile canning service in the UK. 
them that can deliver the machinery, labour, materials and most importantly the expertise to achieve a professionally canned product that keeps their clients happy. For more information about how you can get started with their amazing services, please visit www.themthatcan.com. So I'm back with Junior from Hopfully for the second half of the show. Junior, at this stage, every week, I ask the guests to tell me what makes them different. What is it you're doing to help Hopfully stand out in the Irish craft beer scene? Good question, Rob. Um, we are a community focus company so since we released hopefully the idea was like how can we make it a kind of collaborative project uh, yeah. so it started as a basically uh, as a nice experience and friends involved and a group of friends that are artists or chefs right. and been working in hospitality so how can we make it a, a very collaborative project something very uh, unique so yep. from the artwork to the beers, we always collaborate with someone. There's always someone else involved. So the branding, for example, we collaborate with different artists. So each one of our beers labels is designed by a different illustrator. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, we have a parallel project called Artfully, mm-hmm. where we run exhibitions in markets around the country. Oh, great. And... Yep. Uh, we, we offer a space where the artists can sell and exhibit their work so they can promote themselves. Right. So this is what we have been doing and also collaborating with different chefs. Yeah. So we do preparing events. We have a project called Brew Cook mm-hmm. where we pair each one of our beers with, uh, with a, like, of course, a dining experience. Uh, so that would, that would usually be based at a restaurant, would it? Or... Yeah, in different yep. restaurants. Very yeah, good. yeah. Nice. So that's what, how we see ourselves, a community project. We wanted to work with the community. We want to work with creating and inspiring people nice. who actually inspire us and make us bring something new every time, something yep. different, something exciting. That's what craft beer is about. And with right. your background, I guess, in the music industry as well, uh, music is, is part of that as well. Yeah, most of our we've been sponsoring and working with jazz nights. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, some even like kind of Brazilian music, Brazilian events, or yep. uh, like open open mic. So always kind of workshops, like art workshops, sculpture, uh, kind of tape artwork, drawing artwork. So right. Kind of the markets, Christmas market, and different markets, kind of kind of building network and connection for the local artists. Right. We don't want to work 100% with local artists, right? So some of these artists, they're not based in Ireland. Right. Uh, so it's not something we only work with local arts, most of them, because it's easier for us. Uh, yeah. But if we like it, we are open to collaborate with anyone, like an international brand. So nice. if you like the work of, of any particular artists, uh, we approach them and... and right. Uh, you know kind of offer we commission different uh, creators it doesn't have to be only based in Ireland and you got I guess uh, you've got quite a big notebook of sort of future future plans have you people that are, that are on your radar that you'd like to work with and you haven't quite I do to make it work yet <laughs> I do yeah yeah I do and especially because we're we know what we're gonna what, what beers are we working on at the moment yep. which beers we release so I'm just trying to come up with an identity and thinking about what artists will, will match to that concept or Very good. work yeah, well brilliant. with that concept, with mm-hmm. that type of beer. So this is a concept work never stops. And I like I kind of like that because yeah. uh, it's we kind of wait for for something new when you work in something completely new every time. Yes. You're not just changing the colors and letters on the label. So no. it's, it's a bit of everything. So it's kind of uh, bringing something from every time from scratch to life, like kind of crazy working ingredients and the beers. So uh, look, we want to bring something real sour that look, tastes like a caipirinha cocktail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how can we do that? Right. So, yeah. you know, things like that. So kind of smoothie in Brazil is quite famous. We use coconuts and we use guava. How can mm-hmm. we make a beer? Uh, so we had carnival here and there's a big party, carnival party here in Dublin. Right in one of the bars here so they wanted a carnival beer and mm. we just came up with this idea of brewing session guava and coconut ipa so right. 
it's basically it's a it's a beer in sunny days easy four <laughs> percent yeah yeah but some people never like some we call it gringos in brazil right so never tasted guava before <laughs> so i'm yeah. uh, not sure if you tasted guava if you know what guava fruit mm. is but it's a kind of it's it's green so the skin yes. outside is kind of green and yeah. outside is pink right and it's, it's very, it's traditionally can use it like a guava for jam. Right. Like with, and it's kind of peculiar. It's a it's very uh, characteristic flavor. Yeah. It's tangerine as well. Brewed tangerine IPA, uh, West Coast IPA, tangerine. So, yeah, that's what excites us. Like we, we, we like combining ingredients and blending ingredients. Yes. Bringing something new to every brew, including the artwork. Excellent. Typically, so where are your beers being sold? You know, so, so, so these promotional events there are they in galleries mainly, or as you say, restaurants for the food pairing? But you know, where do you have tap? You know, a tap room locally that you can you can use for these launch events, or you know, what? Yeah, the... so we have been operating as a contra brewery since last year. Right. Yep. So we just put our hands on our kits and canning line now in February. So we've been right. operating our own plants now. Yeah. since february okay so we, we don't have a tap room yet no but all these events are in cl- clients like yes places like bars restaurants well that's the uh, nice thing about the, the collaboration approach is you're always choosing a partner where you have a suitable space for the for the event i guess which is which is great. exactly mm-hmm. it's not only like obviously tap takeover is quite common so we you know it's easy to do like just tap takeover just mm. blend a beer just drink the whole night and have a chat with people yeah, we're trying to do something to be different and get, you know, like some of the suppliers involved and just kind of talking to people a bit more about what we do. That's why this dining pairing experience is so interesting because we can invite different chefs. Yes. And come up with a full menu, pair that menu with beers and maybe brew a very exclusive and beer just for that kind of meal. Right. So basically, that's what we do with Brew Cook. Yep. And which is. It's a new project. Uh, we used to do that before, but we didn't really have a brand for it. So right. we really focused on mm-hmm. kind of growing that. And So how and often it, would you run those events at Cook? So we got started before the lockdown. So our first event was before the lockdown. Okay. And then we had the, the pandemic. Uh, yeah. We had to cancel summer. It was kind of open, open air, wood fire. Kind of. the, the menu was like, oh, on fire wood fire maybe. yes yeah uh and it just didn't work we had to cancel well now we came back and we're doing another one now this in end of august okay so we'll be collaborating with the bar and they have a really nice river crossing just behind the bar so oh, nice. just beside of the river mm-hmm. so i'll be inviting a guest brewery and a guest chef right and we do only seafood okay mm-hmm. So it's just kind of ocean-inspired menu. Yeah. Uh, so we're bringing goes. Yeah, so like, it's got to be some salty beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another another sour and yep. two or four core range for the night. Nice. Uh, let's go through all the processes. We we talk to people, explain why we chose those ingredients. Yep. And our head brewer goes through all the, some of the processes of that specific beer. Right. Um, and then the artfully was the, the project that's more all about art. You, you mentioned about the, the galleries. Yeah. So in the, there's a lot of galleries, lots of galleries here in, in Ireland. So we sponsor some of the exhibitions. Right. Uh, but we don't own or we don't run a gallery. So it's always no. collaborate with different art galleries or sure. art projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, some artists sometimes they're releasing their own, their new new project uh, right. and we just have support it as much as we can uh, we bring these art exhibitions to some of the bars right so there are a few bars in Ireland where they they have spaces just for for art events or for this kind of you know they have like a wall space for exhibitions yes so just people go for it and people kind of know when they go to an art exhibition, there's beer involved, probability of being hopefully 
nice yeah that's that, I mean, that's that's a really nice uh, way of, of promoting your business isn't it as well as supporting the the collaboration with the other creative arts and that's great i think it's a, it's a really nice approach and a good way to differentiate from yeah anybody else so i think that's 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 a really good answer to an ear and it, and it sounds terrific um let's yeah. talk about this second beer this is it ain't easy 6.5 percent new england ipa tasting notes i have say a juicy new england ipa brewed in collaboration with craftcentral.ie and it's hopped with Nelson, Sauvon, Simcoe, and Mosaic. Um, can't beat Nelson, I think, as a, as a exactly, you know, sort of a yeah. lead hop. It's just got lovely white wine characteristics, but but also fruitiness. It's it's a great hop, and you know, I'm, the more I see it, the more I like it. I think so. This is this is working really well. What's the what's the background to this? Yeah, it's one of our fa- it's one of my favorite hops. I mm-hmm. love Nelson Sauvignon, and just the hops provide like. Aromas like a gooseberry, yes, uh, beetle, as you said, white wine, mm. lynch. So this beer, it's interesting because we brewed last year a beer called Headlights. Huh? Right, so with Headlights was basically a collaboration with uh, with the students of the National College of Art and Design, right here in in Dublin. Okay. So we collaborate with the students then to come up with a visual identity and we we wanted to use the Nelson Salvin. We got put our hands in some fresh hops. Yep. And it, the beer was really popular. We just sold a full batch like in hours. It was uh, like a success, the beer. And one of our clients, it's a really good, uh, it's a supportive client. It's one of the best seller uh, online shops in right. And they have enough license as well here in, in, in Dublin. Okay. Uh, they just got in touch and they wanted actually to brew the headlights. Right. Uh, as a collab. So can you bring the headlights back? Specifically that beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're like, why don't we use the hand Nelson solving hops as we but just pairing with different hops? So we're just right. coming up with a completely new beer, a new kind of art branding, new identity using as the main ingredient that beer was the Nelson Salvinian. They really wanted to, to brew a beer and using the same hops. So we just came up with it ain't easy. And yep. the guys wanted to use that label as a tribute to all the artists out there right. and all the, the, the local breweries as they sell beer and they support local breweries here in Ireland. So they wanted to support the local breweries somehow right. so they came up with their art concepts right so the the idea the, the first draft was like uh, a guy sitting in a, in a chair and painting something so that was kind of inspiration yep. uh, and the tribute towards like the artistic community uh it's kind of getting creative there and also, the painting kind of beer is a bit kind of faded. The idea was like, kind of, it's not, it's not an easy job to, yes. to run a brewery. And no, to, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, especially in the market, uh, it's populated by those, those the, the medieval laws that we have still yes. here, you know, and some yep. uh, of these big corporations. So that's, that was the first draft. That's why the label, yep. there is a, hoppy headed guy sitting yeah. in the chair and and because the hop was like it's an IPA so that's the, the main ingredient and yes. all that story toward Nelson solving that they love it they wanted to use it we got the fresh one so that's the concept we came and it took us a while sitting down <laughs> having a chat about it and we took one pipe and pilot national he's a uh, He's one of one of our good friends, and he's a Wicklow-based artist. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he came up with that piece. It's we released like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so this is their first collaboration of two that we released with Craft Central. Right. Inclusive. Uh, this is, so you only find this beer on, on their web shop. Okay, very good. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, good. Let's talk about festivals and events. What have you got coming up this summer? So this summer we have, uh, we as we just took over the brewery, we have been yep. flat out, completely busy. And so we just focus on getting everything so, uh, settled and organized in the brewery yeah, this yeah. year. So we decided not to join any 
big festival or anything like that. So we yeah, used to join some sense. festivals, especially here in, in Ireland. That this year we're not going, but we are going to a festival. I can't. It's not out there yet, okay. so I can't. I can't say much. But it's in Lithuania. Um, we are going two weeks to Italy. Oh, so we'll be doing yeah we will be joining some doing a collaboration there yeah. and just chatting about the collaboration doing some events in different locations there Fabulous. in Milan that'd be great experience. Uh, yeah yeah and there is a small local festival we're happening as well uh, mm-hmm. in in August that it's just between three or four breweries that we're getting together to nice. just tap some sours mm, <laughs> and <yeah>. some interesting <laughs> unique stuff that we'll be doing all locally here sounds great. Uh, so that's that's what we'll be doing yeah. this year. Uh, we decided not to go crazy with festivals this yeah. year. No, it makes sense. I mean, you've obviously got your own event to focus on as well, haven't you? The, you know, the collab events with the with the uh, creative businesses, which will obviously take a focus as well. Um, what have you got coming up in terms of beer releases in the next uh, few weeks? So just releasing this week, another goes with Amarillo Hops. Okay, nice. So it's called No Cars. It's a series of ghost beers that we, we launched last year. So that's the that's a dry hopped goes with sea salt and right. coriander seeds. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been released this, this week. We released a beer that's just for the export market. So just for France and Italy, so we're sending oh, half of the batch okay. to France and half of the batch to Italy. Interesting. Yeah. So nice. it's called Pedal Pusher and mm-hmm. it, it's a blueberry and blackberry sour lovely uh, so we're using the sour hour east yeah this one is a 6.5 percent if i'm not mm, mistaken that sounds nice. and there is a new project coming mm-hmm. it's a new sour project we'll be releasing just kind of high-end sour beers right. loads of crazy stuff that's <laughs> very 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 excited for that project yeah that will be coming the next two to three months the first release and you have just released actually two gluten-free beers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to bring that inspiration from German pills. Right. Uh, so we released the German pills, kind of very kind of Oktoberfest branding. Right. Uh, using yep. the kind of blue and, and white yeah, colors. Yeah. Very good. And an extra pale ale. Okay. So th- th- those two. There's always, we're always bringing something new. There's another right. sour coming with mango and passion fruit. Nice. Mango passion fruit, vanilla, and mm-hmm. lime. So that's the sour with a wild sour profile. Right. Uh, sour, mm-hmm. just using the lime. Uh, so it's always something new coming. So where's the best place for people to get their hands on those beers as they're released in the next few weeks? Most of the bottle shops around Ireland, you know, people also can find their car range beers and super values and some of like like O'Brien's yeah mm-hmm. uh, but the limited editions are always in the bottle shops independent bottle shops and local bottle shops right we don't have a web shop active yet right due to licensing in Ireland yeah I know it's a massive challenge yeah. but Craft Central would often have your, your cans as well would they or yeah Craft yeah. Central Molloy's Irish Beers Delivered uh, there, there's a bunch of different places that can get it Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you can find it beer club beer cloud craft right. beers delivered in the UK. Do we do we ever see your beers getting out of Ireland or? Uh, we're we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. I was actually just in a conversation earlier today with a distributor. So since we got the brewery, uh, we we've been kind of struggling with capacity. Yeah, I can understand. So it's that, mainly yeah. focused on keeping the local market sure happy and no clients with yeah. the shelves. Yeah. And that's that's why the new tanks and everything else that we're just kind of entering the French market. Yep. Uh, so UK, it's, it's down the line as well. So right. that's our, our next. But uh, sometime this year, should, we should start to see hopefully cans in the UK bottle shops, you think? Yeah, I'd say in the next two or three months, everything oh, goes okay. as planned. Very good. Okay, well then let's get into the home straight and start with what I call the shout out to the little guy. Um, and you partly cover this already with, with some of the, the bottle shops and outlets you've mentioned. But what I'm really looking for is one or more local to you beer businesses that you think are doing a great job promoting independent Irish craft beer. Uh, loads, actually, which is mm-hmm. good. Growing number of bars in Ireland promoting tapping local beers, local craft beer. 
Yeah. Good to see. We're based in Waterford, so yep. some bars in Waterford where you can actually uh, put your hands a good selection. Tully's Bar, for example, right. is one of one of them. Uh, yeah. They have a good selection of kind of live music, art music, and nice. also in space to local artists in Dublin. There are different places like where you can taste the craft beer. It's a good selection, and Fifth Seven Headline is very popular to right. help and promote local local beer. The, the, there's two new bars, Lucky's and the Circular. They're both uh, support and promote art and craft. Nice. Especially These craft are both. Those are both. Kind of yep. connecting yep. with local creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, the Circular they. they the third time that they have a project called the Beer, Beer Club. So they bring breweries and brewers to talk about their products and people oh. can taste the beers. Mm-hmm. Last time was like with Lash, ourselves, yep. and, and Rascals. Oh, great. Yep. Yeah. If you're not mistaken. Uh, so we're just we're testing about uh, our beers and people yeah. are tasting the beers, kind of telling a beer story and everything else. Excellent. Well, then we are at the wrap up question. And this is what would be your ultimate happy hour? I need to know where in the world you would be, who would you who would you be with, and what specific beer would you be drinking? That's another good question. <laughs> uh, I I would say that I would be in a beach in the north of Brazil. Okay. <laughs> uh, with my family. Sure. Drinking a sour. Uh, okay <laughs> and you can get it uh, let's 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 go for a dry hopped uh, a sour ipa nice good uh, choice yep yeah it's I'm just happy. A, a sunny and beautiful place mm. uh, with the people that you love yep. drinking drink your favorite beer there's, there's nothing better than that i would say <laughs> sounds perfect to me i might join you <laughs> yeah yeah you, you're very welcome you're very welcome it's, it's quite hard for me to go to brazil because it's, it's quite far Sure. Yeah. So it's it's always flight, easy. Yeah. So every time I go, we try to enjoy as much Gotta as we can. Got to make the most of it, haven't you? Yeah. No, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's one of those places there. For example, Bahia. It's one of those places that you 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 can go wrong if you want to visit. Like it's just beautiful. Some amazing right uh, landscapes. And yeah. People are just very welcome. Fantastic. Perfect. That sounds wonderful. June, it's been great fun talking to you. Real pleasure. Very interested in your approach to the market. I think, you know, I, I love the combination of beer and other creative arts. And I think you're doing a great job with it. So really looking forward to seeing how these things develop. But uh, in the meantime, I wish you all the best. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for having me.